and seen about us. Lord, some are wrestling with sickness. Some, oh God, are dealing with pressure. Some are dealing with financial difficulty. Some family issues, whatever it is, you know, Lord, and we bring it to you. Knowing that you're the only one that can help us touch now, we ask. Heal now, we ask. Deliver now, we ask. Make a way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we need you now. I hear it over and over again in my spirit. We need you. The nation needs you. The world needs you. Oh, God, I pray that you stretch forth your hand. You said that we would humble ourselves and pray and seek your face. Turn from our wicked ways. You would hear us from heaven. You would forgive our sin and heal the land, Lord. Heal the land. Stretch out across this world and heal those who are sick in their body. Touch troubled minds. Do it, Father. And we remember to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Now, right where you are, won't you seal it with the praise? Put your hands together and give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory.
that you see on the screen uh, or you can go directly to the church website greaterrefugetemple.dc.org or you can just type in grtdc.org and go to give and follow the instructions those of you who are watching us uh, in New York, the Bronx you may use Givelify Father we love you and once again we want to thank you for this opportunity to give in your presence, and to plant seed in this vineyard. We thank you for making this good ground. We ask that you take every seed that is planted and bring forth harvest in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to give you time to give. You may do so now.
bless you. Thank you so much for what you've given. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you, O God, for bringing us to this point in time. Because of you, we have made this far. And we ask, Father, that you would bless us now through your word. You know what we need. You know what we're going through. Send your word with power. Send your word in every home, every car. Wherever they are, Lord, send your word. Strengthen and heal the little we ask. In Jesus' name. Say it with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm in the gospel of the book of St. Matthew today, chapter 14. Matthew 14, Matthew 14 chapter. chapter. And, and I'm reading your hearing verses 30 through 33. The gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 14 verses 30 through 33. It sounds like this, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sing, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. May the Lord have us to the reading of the word sanctified down on our hearts that we may grow thereby. Out of the 30th verse, we want to believe thought. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately he stretched off his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore, this thou doubt. Once he used briefly as a subject today, he won't let you drown. He won't let you drown. Why don't you make it personal? Lift your hands as we are. He won't let you drown. There are Times and instances of occasions, even seasons, when an individual or perhaps an entire collaborative of people, a society, can feel overwhelmed by what they see, how they feel. It's true. What's happening today is proof of that fully submerged beneath pain and anguish. This is something that I've been thinking about quite a bit, perhaps in the last three months of this pandemic that we've been dealing with now with all of the riots to do constant and consistent imbalance of justice and the systemic brutality imposed on black people. Yeah, we live in a country that speaks with braggadocia of a declaration of independence that says all men are created equal. I hear society question now is saying loudly, who can we trust? Because when I take out a dollar bill, it says 
in God we trust. There are many more confused and perplexed, upset and angry. I read an article in Psychology Today that says logically there is no apparent reason why what we say and do are two, two different, different things, things. But, but because, because our society prizes rationality and believes that there has to be a reason behind everything, our failure as people in society to unplug, as we say, we want to only unplug. It's some kind of relief, but there doesn't seem to be relief, and it heightens our frustration. We, we have become, become like, like lab rats. rats. One, One commentator said, pressing the lever repeatedly, expecting some kind of a reward, except a reward that, that would mean something that never, never seems to come. come. In other, other words, as much as, much as we want change, change, as much as society, society talks about change, change they, they keep pressing, pressing the lever. But the reward never comes. In one lie, Somebody, Somebody point the phrase as it attains to our daily life full of pressure, problems, and anxieties like, like a rat race. race. So, here in society today on overload, and where many alive, awake at night, worrying and dealing with insufficiency and incisiveness, poor, not having enough money, losing their jobs. And here, our relationships seem to be falling apart, home, out in the streets, everywhere, because of what's going on, everywhere, everything is being affected. But I humbly submit unto you, because what I just read from, uh, read to you, I should say, comes out of the Psychology Today manual, but I submit unto you, everyone that's watching and listening to me, that faith in God is greater than psychology. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes. There might be some who are watching and listening who will not agree with me. Yes, but do you remember the story of the demoniac in Matthew the 17th chapter? A man comes to Jesus, talking to Jesus about his son. The Bible calls him a lunatic. <laughs> he was very ill. The man says he falls in the fire. Oftentimes in the water, he's, he's uncontrollable. And he brings him to Jesus and said, I brought him to your disciples and they were not able to cast the spirit out. After Jesus rebukes the preachers, he turns and rebukes the spirit that's in the boy and the demon comes out of him and the Bible says it like this, he was cured at once. Didn't lay down on anyone's couch didn't take any medication. He just had an encounter with Jesus. There have been a few articles that were written by uh, a young lady who was a professor in psychology by the name of Rachel Blash. And she wrote a few articles where she describes the ways in which psychologists typically address what they deem to be a phenomenon. When you talk about faith, it's simply a concept or a phenomenon. The most familiar approach is probably that of Sigmund Freud, who was not really a friend of faith. He was very critical of us who just talked about Jesus. 
Hallelujah. But the psychological approach to faith offers accounts of faith in which, hallelujah, she describes it in determinants. She deals in categories. There are needs, there are wishes, and there are tendencies that people have. Hallelujah. But I'm sure if Dr. Freud sat down with Dr. Jesus, Jesus would look him in the face and say, I'm all you need. Hallelujah. After all, it was Isaiah that said, you shall call his name Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. So here I am, just a, a little preacher submitting to you that the cure for whatever is overwhelming us is Jesus. Hallelujah. The cure to our pressures, the cure to man's hatred, the cure to all of the vision and the hurt is Jesus. The cure to every problem man is having is Jesus. Say his word with me, Jesus. That's why here we're in the gospel according to St. Matthew. It has been appropriately placed first as an introduction to the New Testament and to Jesus Christ who is claimed, hallelujah, and described in the gospel here as being the son of the living God. He wants to provide his readers with an eyewitness account of the life of Jesus Christ from his birth all the way to his death. And he wants to assure us that Jesus was the Messiah, truly the Messiah foretold by the prophets of old and that Jesus came to function in kingdom power. Yes, he was king of kings. He was lord of lords. He was not simply, hallelujah, a power figure. He was not simply, hallelujah, a talk in the wind or a fragment of anyone's imagination. He wanted everyone to know that Jesus is the Messiah. Everyone that talked about him in the Old Testament, everyone that prophesied that he would come, he wanted us to know that Jesus is the one. As a matter of fact, he would let us know it doesn't make sense to look for anyone else. Stop your search. Close down the search committee. Tell them don't look for anyone else. Jesus is the one. Come on, say it with me. Jesus is the one. And uh, hallelujah, because he comes with kingdom power, he wanted them to know that Jesus can do what no other power could do. He was a healer, a deliverer, a way maker, a burden bearer. He was a life changer. If you needed anything, you could find it in Jesus. So Matthew presents my Savior as the fulfillment of Israel's prophetic hope. In other words, he wanted us to know that everything Jesus did pointed to the fact that he was able to fulfill that which was prophesied of old. And he was able to fulfill the longings of men's souls. So here is Jesus gathering his disciples, choosing those who would follow him, hallelujah, in order to develop and put together his own church church that would be filled with kingdom 
pal. Want you to notice that the, these were men, hallelujah, from different areas, different lifestyles. They were not all Jewish men, but uh, he chose them, hallelujah, a mixture of different individuals following Jesus, hallelujah. No one would feel then or should feel then that they had a, a monopoly on Jesus Christ. No one should feel then that they are above anyone else. They were all put together, mixed together, hallelujah. Some were rich, some had money, some had no money, some were educated, some were not educated, some were Jewish, and one was not Jewish, one was even a rascal, but Jesus had them all together. He loved them the same. He treated them the same. Hallelujah. He did not love one more than he loved the other. He gathered them together. And because of his relationship with them, you understand his individual care. Hallelujah. And I say that because they all grew at different rates. They didn't all have the same level of faith. But he was able to reach each man where they were. One was a doubter. He had to see everything and feel everything before he would say amen. But Jesus met him where he was. He was patiently preparing them to carry on the work patiently teaching them hallelujah we are walking by faith and not by sight patiently instilling in them kingdom principles and understanding that if God said it it must come to pass understanding them that we have power over it and it does not have power over us understanding them that anything hallelujah that God gave them to do they were able to accomplish it if they believed in him he said first you've got to believe that I am God and then that I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me they walked by faith and they were taught hallelujah to preach kingdom hallelujah to preach repentance and it would be a ministry that was hands-on hallelujah I don't just want you to talk the talk but I want you to exemplify the power of my kingdom you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover hallelujah you can cast demons out hallelujah you can speak to the mountain and say be cast in the other most parts of the sea and it shall be it was no trickery it was no magic it was kingdom power there were no games hallelujah there was no tickling of man's fancy it was kingdom power I've come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly and because of this they witness miracles they they witness the manifestation of the power of 
God, they would witness the strength and magnitude of the living Savior. And everyone that came in contact with Jesus, they would be delivered, they would be healed, their lives would be changed. So Matthew records it, miracle after miracle. He, he records it, hallelujah, situation after situation, even, even on one day coming in the multitude following Jesus, he realizes that I cannot send them back home hungry. They'll faint on the way. Isn't it wonderful that Jesus is so careful to be protective of my needs? Even my hunger he is concerned with even the wellness of my body he is concerned with I can't send him back home without any nourishment and, uh, hallelujah and uh, they would find a young lad who, who brings his lunch with him and uh, he only has two loaves and some fish five loaves rather and two fish and uh, hallelujah, they look at Jesus and say it's not enough. <laughs> hallelujah, but when you hang out with Jesus, you realize that little becomes much. All you've got to do is put it in his hands. Jesus doesn't flinch. He doesn't bat an eye. He says, pass it out. Hallelujah. Don't worry about how it looks. Don't worry about economics. Don't worry about the fact that it's only two, hallelujah, fish and five loaves of bread. Hallelujah. Jesus just looks up and blesses the food and says break it and give it out and uh, the disciples hand it out and, uh, and the Bible says uh, everybody ate everybody was filled it was so much food as a matter of fact when they looked when dinner was over there were 12 baskets full and uh, hallelujah and straight away uh, as soon as he performs this miracle he, he constrains his disciples to get into a ship and cross over to the other side and he would send the multitudes away and he would tell his disciples I want you to cross over now to the other side and when the evening was come hallelujah he was there alone but the ship now is in the midst of the sea and he allows the storm and now the Bible doesn't say it but in my spirit I have to say because I know who Jesus is he allowed the storm and now I need someone who's going through something right now to just to just raise their hand and say he allowed it to be so and I want you to understand it you need to say it out of your mouth so your mind can understand that if he allows it he's all so controlling it. Hallelujah. Nothing can happen. Nothing can be unless God has a purpose. Hallelujah. So say it and let yourself hear it. Uh, he allowed it to be so. And they're in the midst of the sea. And the wind 
wind is contrary. And uh, hallelujah, the, uh, the sea is rocking them uh, from side to side. It's the fourth watch uh, of the night. It's dark. And uh, hallelujah, and here comes Jesus uh, walking uh, on the water. And uh, thank you, Father. And the Bible says, according to this gospel, when uh, the disciples see him walking uh, on the sea, they were troubled. Uh, hallelujah. And uh, said, it's a spirit. It's a ghost. And uh, they cried out uh, with fear. And immediately, Jesus speaks unto them uh, and says, be of good cheer. <laughs> hallelujah. It's me here. Be not afraid. I hear the Lord speaking to us. I hear the Lord speaking in your situation. I'm here and I don't want you to be afraid. Hallelujah. It's me. I'm here and I know you didn't expect me to come like this and you didn't expect me to approach you like this but it's me. I'm not always going to deal with you the same way I dealt with you before. I'm here and uh, thank you father straightway he says don't uh, be afraid and it's Peter and uh, I told you some of us grow at, uh, at a different rate than others Peter recognizing that it was Jesus uh, hallelujah he still has questioned uh, in his mind he said Lord uh, if it's you to come out on the water now understand hallelujah I need to stop preaching right now just to have a brief sidebar and let you know this is crazy talk I'm on the ship hallelujah I'm in the midst of a storm and I, I see someone walking on the water thank you Lord and I've got I've got the audacity to test the test thank you Holy Ghost what do you mean preacher I know what I'm going through is testing my faith but I, I want to be sure Lord is it you is, uh, hallelujah gotta test the test sometime uh, hallelujah I know you're a healer but you're letting me deal with this sickness uh, you gotta learn how to test the test uh, and say Lord is it you and, uh, if it's you then let me step out there where you are if it's you then Hallelujah, I know it sounds crazy and the, and the other fellas must have looked at themselves And said Peter is out of his mind Hallelujah, but baby when you're ready to go to the next level in God When you're ready to go to a place in Jesus that, that you've never been That's when you learn how to test the test And say Lord, whatever you want me to do Hallelujah, I don't have a raft. I don't have any kind of floating apparatus. But if it's you, let me walk out there in the middle of this storm to where you are. If it's you, then let me step out there. And when he said it, Jesus said, come. I can close the book right now. I can stop preaching right now. As a matter of fact, I 
I should have called the message just come. Hallelujah. It doesn't look safe, Lord. Hallelujah. These are turbulent times. But Jesus said, come, it's all right. I don't know if I'll make it. I don't know. There are people looking at me and watching me, criticizing my decision to step out on faith. Jesus said, come, I don't have any money. I can't afford it. Jesus said, come, who am I talking to? If I'm talking to you, I can't see you, but but by faith, stand up in your living room and just shout, yeah, Lord. If I'm talking to you, step out out of your easy chair. Get up from the kitchen table and say, yeah, Lord. And when Peter came out of the ship, here he is walking on the water. Hallelujah. Now, you might say, thank you, Father. He's walking on the water just like Jesus is. He's walking in the midst of the waves and in the midst of the sea. Matthew is writing it down. But he records that when Peter saw the wind was boisterous and when he took his eyes off of Jesus and when he started concentrating on the situation and he sees the wind is boisterous fear grips him and as soon as fear grips him the Bible says he begins to sink thank you Lord this is what the Lord put in my spirit many of what we're watching on TV and many of what we're seeing in the midst of society is wrapped up in fear hallelujah and I hear Jesus say fear not I'm here if you would just focus on me if you would just trust in me if you would just believe in me not only is he sinking but he realizes that if I don't get help soon I'll drown in this storm I'll perish in this storm so immediately he cries out Lord save me I don't know who I'm talking to but I hear the Holy Ghost say you better holler you better make some noise where you are don't you just sit there and die in panic in your pressure don't you allow your frustration to keep you from seeking the help of your God cry out to him he says Lord save me here is the problem in society you want to call everybody else but you won't call Jesus you want to lean on everybody else but you won't lean on Jesus I submit to you that you won't make it without Jesus I submit unto you 
if you lose your focus and your desire to be with Jesus, you'll die right there. But if I can get you to cry out and say, Lord, save me. Never mind how long you've been in church. Never mind who you think you are. If you need him, you better cry out to him, Lord, save me. Save me. Save me. Hallelujah. And I love this part of the story. Because Jesus, he could have walked away from him. He could have kept walking by. Hallelujah. Jesus could have left him in the storm. He could have left him to drown in the midst of what was going on. But not. Hallelujah. But Matthew recalls it and says immediately. Hallelujah. Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. Hallelujah. It doesn't say how long Peter was yelling. It doesn't say how long it took him to start sinking. But it says immediately the Lord stretched out his hand and caught him. It reminds me of myself when I realized I needed him. When I realized I couldn't live without him. When I realized that I was drowning in my sins and I called out to him he didn't let me drown he didn't leave me there but he caught me here anybody got that testimony tell somebody he caught me I almost died but he caught me thank you Jesus he didn't let me drown in my drug addiction he didn't let me drown in my filth he didn't let me drown in my mess he caught me thank you father I hear the word of the Lord say my, my arms are not too short that I cannot save you and when you call me I will answer thank you Lord I hear a song in my spirit that says I was sinking deep in sin hallelujah I was far from the peaceful shore very deeply Within. I was sinking to rise no more, but the master of the sea, hallelujah, he had, he came to where I was, 
I was drowning But it came to where I was I would have died But it came to where I was And it caught me Right in the nick of time Say yeah I feel the Holy Ghost In this place Listen anybody that works as a lifeguard will tell you that there are signs that you have to look for when somebody is drowning in the water the first thing that you look for is the expression on the individual's face I see you out there and I'm watching to see how you're doing hallelujah and they're told if you see somebody that has a look of surprise on their face it's a sign that they might be drowning I thought I can handle the deep water by myself I thought I could handle the waves by myself but I'm slipping hallelujah I want you to know that he sees you he sees you thank you Lord Peter's head must have tilted back hallelujah like some of y'all do when you're trying to worship God but you don't want nobody to know that you're drowning in a situation Jesus knows all about your struggle I feel like preaching and he'll help you if you call his name there's another signal to a lifeguard that knows him that somebody's drowning is called involuntary breath holding when you're so afraid you start holding your breath you're afraid to inhale cause if I inhale everything around me will come on the inside so I'm holding my breath hallelujah and you say I can't breathe but he is the breath of life he will deliver you feel like preaching in here there's another sign when somebody's drowning they might start shivering hallelujah the lips are trembling they can't talk much they're no longer making a whole lot of noise it's called it's called hypoxia convulsions it's cold in the water and I feel helpless and I'm starting to give in to my circumstance but I hear the Lord say don't give up 
Call me again. Don't give up. Call my name again. Don't give up. Holla. Say my name. Say my name. And I will rescue you. Say my name. And I'll pick you up. Say my name. You ought to know his name. You ought to know his name. It ain't Kanye. It ain't Beyonce. It ain't Trump. It ain't Pence. Say my name. My name is a strong tower. Righteous running. And they all save to the utmost. Jesus saves to the utmost. Jesus saves. Jesus. 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 I need a lift. Jesus. I need you to turn it around. Jesus. I need healing. Jesus, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Jesus, and the last stage of a drowning man is clinical death. As when the coroner comes and said it's too late, he's dead. Said it's too late, she's dead. But look around the room and tell your neighbor, I'm still here, I'm still alive. And as long as I live, I'm going to say his name. As long as I can still open my mouth, I'm going to say his name. As long as I know he's able, I'm going to say his name. Lord, save me. Lord, heal me. Lord, deliver me. I can't make it without you. I can't handle this without you. And I hear the Lord say, I got you. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor in your room, He's got me. He's holding me right now. And he won't let me drown. He won't let me drown. Say, yeah. I went down. And I thought I'd never rise. I came back up. And it caught me. Some of y'all went down two times. And you came up and it got you. Some of y'all went down the third time. And people said you'd never make it. They said you would die. But look around the room and tell somebody in his favor, his life. 
in his favor favor his life weeping may he'll do for the night for the night but show me show me coming in the morning lay your hand on yourself and tell your spirit Jesus is my life God Jesus is my life God come on say it out of your mouth say it as loud as you can he is my life God that's why I love him he's my savior and with storms raging he's my shelter and we the ship the wind ceased I got a word for somebody the Lord told me to tell you he's gonna walk you back to the place you left I'm gonna walk you back to the people you left so you can show them your faith so you can tell them I was in a storm but I made it back I, I, I was out there but I made it back say yeah say yeah and I hear say what what did they do next? They were worshipped. They were worshipped. They were worshipped. I don't know what you've been through, but it kept you. I don't know what it was that almost killed you, but it kept you. You better worship him right now. You better praise him right now. Go on and sing a little bit. My soul, look back and wonder how I made it over. And go on and testify. Say I almost drowned. I almost died. I almost didn't make it. But he's my life God. He's my keeper. He's my deliverer. He's my way maker. And I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. Say yeah. 
He won't let you drown. He steps out, but he's still not sure. I don't know who I'm talking about or talking to, I should say. You've stepped out and because it's harder than you thought it would be, you're not sure. Because the wind is blowing a little harder than you perceived. It's one thing to watch it happen, but it's another thing to get right in the midst of it. When you're in it yourself, it looks different. It feels different. When he sees how boisterous the wind is, he gets afraid and begins to sink. And he says, Lord, save me. And the Lord didn't leave him hanging. He stretched out and caught him. He caught him. <laughs> he caught him. And right in the middle of the storm, he gets a small rebuke. You doubted me. You questioned my ability. You've seen me do things already. You've witnessed my ability to take care of my people. You doubted me. And he brings him back so the other fellows could see that the Lord was with him. Even when you're sinking, if you come to a realization that the Lord is with you, you won't drown. And they worship him there. Surely, this is the Son of God. All of my doubts are settled. I've been in it and he brought me out of it. He didn't let me Lift your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word today. And we ask that you take the seed that was planted. Bring us a harvest of faith. Stronger faith. And a surety that you're with us. Even when it seems like we're not going to make it, you'll catch us. We're not afraid to call you. We know where our help comes from. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice, we ask. In Jesus' name. Amen. You want to give your life to the Lord? Secretary at GreaterRefugeTempleDC.org and we'll get back to you and tell you what you need to do. We'll make sure you're baptized in Jesus' name. 
If you're in the Bronx, do the same. Secretary at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. And we'll make sure you're baptized in Jesus' name. You want the Holy Ghost? Want to be filled with his presence? Do the same thing. Send that request. Secretary at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C.org. Someone will get back to you. And we'll make sure that someone tires with you. Leaving with you, you will receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. I'm getting ready to pray one more time. I want you to touch that computer, that television screen, or that smartphone screen, whatever the apparatus is. You may have just called in. Keep your hand on that receiver as a point of contact. I cannot reach you physically, but God can reach you where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, you know the need. You know what their desires are. You know the situation. Father, I ask that you would touch them right now. Let them feel your healing virtue. Send deliverance their way. In the name of Jesus, cast the spirit out. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you right now. You have no dominion over her. Come out now in the name of Jesus. Lord, make her whole. Make him whole. Strengthen that body, touch that mind. I feel mental stress. He won't let you drown. He won't let you drown in your thoughts. He won't let you drown in that depression. He will catch you in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you pull her out right now. Pull him out of that situation. In Jesus' name. Come on, say it with me. In Jesus' name. Come on, say his name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. in your hand God's got you your life is in his hands thank you so much for tuning in Thank you for allowing us to come into your homes or wherever you are to bring you a word. Thank you for connecting with us for this worship experience. God willing, we'll see you again. 
next week. Father, dismiss us from this hour of worship, but never, Lord, from your presence. May the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide now, henceforth, and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.